Welcome to another webisode of Insider's Look at Grand Canyon. I'm Ranger Patrick, and today I'm with Nicole Kollinger, a seasonal park ranger here at Grand Canyon. And today she would like to share with us some information on one of the most common animals you will see when visiting this national park. While not only is this animal very common to spot out here at Grand Canyon, it is extremely interesting because of its intelligence and influences it plays in human cultures all over the world. Nicole, would you like to tell us what animal you will be talking about today? I would love to, Pat. Today I want to share some information on the raven. I have a few words to describe this bird. Intelligent, savvy, sociable, and a problem solver. And if only all humans had these abilities, it would be pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> so ravens are one of the most extremely common animals we have here at Grand Canyon. Many visitors will ask questions about them because they look a lot like the crow, but they're quite larger and they have a larger bill. Crows can also be seen at Grand Canyon, but they're more rare than the, the raven is. They catch visitors' attention because of their loud and sometimes obnoxious sounds, and their all-black bodies soaring through the air also catches people's attention. Ravens are the largest bird in the corvid family, which includes, includes magpies and jays, very intelligent family of birds. These birds are found all throughout the world in climates ranging from deserts to mountains, as seen here at Grand Canyon. So we're standing at about 7,000 feet elevation here on the rim, uh, where ravens thrive. While they can also be found down at the very bottom of Grand Canyon, much lower in elevation with a much different environment and climate. And ravens are also social birds. They tend to form groups wherever they inhabit and will generally fly in flocks. They, they're pretty, a pretty prominent feature in our society and culture, as well as across the globe. Many times they're associated with urbanized settings, like as in cities, where they're seen scouring the streets for bits of food or scavenging through dumpsters. Here at Grand Canyon, they can be seen anywhere in the park from the village area all the way down to the Colorado River and Phantom Ranch. They eat pretty much anything from nuts to insects to carrion and small animals like rodents. You know, Nicole, here at the canyon, we have some birds that can commonly get mistaken for another one because of the vast distances in the canyon. How do you explain to visitors to tell them the difference between the birds here? That's a good question, Pat. Because of the large and boundless areas here at the canyon, it can be pretty difficult to decipher some of the birds you're looking at. Ravens get mistaken for turkey vultures and even sometimes the endangered and much bigger California condor. So if you see a black fl flying object at a distance, the easiest way I can tell what kind of bird it is by the way it flies. Ravens are acrobatic flyers and will perform stunts. They can be seen flying upside down, doing barrel rolls, and even making flips in the air. It's pretty cool to watch them. Ravens will also flap their wings quite a bit more when they fly compared to the turkey vulture and the condor, which those two birds will soar through the air more. While their flying abilities is a good indicator of what kind of bird it is, their size is next. So the raven has a wingspan of about four feet, the turkey vulture six feet, and the California condor up to nine and a half feet. Big, wow. Yeah, big bird. So if you see a flying object out there in the canyon when you're visiting, flight and size are, are good ways to tell these birds apart. Uh, Nicole, you mentioned that they're intelligent birds. Well, just how smart are they? Well, Pat, ravens are recognized as one of the most intelligent birds 
on the planet. They have a decision-making ability which sets them apart from most birds. What makes them so smart? Well, ravens have one of the largest brains of any bird, as well as a relatively high number of brain cells. Biologists have found ravens and crows have a portion in their forebrain, which compared to other birds is enlarged. So this portion of the brain is also, is, well, it's associated with intelligence. And these birds have a capacity to make over 30 calling noises, which are said to allow them to express emotions, kind of like humans. So one distinguishing factor setting them f apart from other birds is their ability to make tools. So crows and ravens in certain parts of the world have learned to use a variety of tools with sticks so that they can remove insects from decayed wood. And they have the memory ability to keep the tool and save it for later use. And in other urbanized settings, crows and ravens, they'll drop shelled nuts into streets for passing cars to crush so that they can eat the nut that's inside. The American crow will use hard surfaces to drop nuts onto for easy access to get past the shell. They've even learned to adjust to the height at which to drop the nut in relation to the thickness of the shell so they can tell the difference. Ravens are also known to steal from other large and dangerous birds by pulling at their tail feathers until the bigger bird turns to nab the pesky raven. In the meantime, another raven will fly in and snatch up the prized meal. Ravens are also known to follow fishers and hunters for sources of food. So what type of role do ravens play in the environment here at Grand Canyon National Park? When many people visit Grand Canyon, they think of these birds as kind of obnoxious or a waste of space because I've heard it all before. But while they can be loud and pretty noisy birds, they play an extremely vital role in the balance of ecosystems here at Grand Canyon. I like to think of the ravens as the garbage men here at Grand Canyon, but a natural one. So ravens are omnivores, just like us, meaning they eat both plants and animals. And they're scavengers, so any kind of trash, and by trash in this context, I mean dead animals, that needs to be cleaned up, that's their job. Ravens will scavenge on dead animals to help clean up the park. At one point in time, about 100 years ago, wolves could be found here at Grand Canyon. The raven would work exclusively with wolves in a symbiotic relationship, meaning both animals benefit from one another, and these ravens would call packs of wolves to a food source. So the wolves can tear open the tough hide on a carcass in order for the raven to chow down on a delicious meal. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now, some people say this is the raven's ability to manipulate other animals by letting the other animal do the work for, the, for them to get to a food source. But either way, both animals benefit by getting a yummy treat. So here at Grand Canyon, here at Grand Canyon, Ravens help in keeping rodent numbers in balance. In more urbanized settings, they help in cleaning up our accidental roadkill sites as well. The stuff you've shared, Nicole, is amazing. I didn't know that stuff about ravens. But as we close the show here, do you have any last remarks you would like to give the people out there who are listening? Yeah, Pat. So my hope for today and the time I've spent with you is that when a visitor comes to Grand Canyon National Park and they see a raven, flying throughout the canyon. My hope is that they see more than just a big black, noisy blackbird. So when you make your visit to Grand Canyon National Park, make sure to pay special attention to the ravens flying throughout the canyon because they are more than just a loud bird. Nicole, thank you so much for sharing all this about the raven and thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thank you, Pat.